I've actually gone red. You I'm should. So sorry. I'm ashamed of us. I can't get through the intro any time. Is it the smug smile you do? Well, I was just trying to be like, just make eye contact with him and stare at him until he gives up. And then I did it and then I was like, why am I doing this? Because he's not going to give up. So I was like, I'll give up. Yeah, I'm dead inside. And then I nervously laughed. Welcome to episode 31. Yeah, like we're on the up. This is it. Yeah. Slick. Yeah. Of? Chopwood Carry Water. The podcast formerly known as? Mandy's Book Club, but now the Work to Act Club. Kashan. Yeah. Slick. We're so good at the intro now. <laughs> oh my gosh. What else are we good at, Mickey? While you're Not on putting up a full episode of a podcast. <laughs> Apologies uh, to anyone a, who called that early. The, have a word with the unpaid intern. <laughs> Last week there may have been a slight glitch in the matrix. And the first version of the podcast that went up was... 20 minutes short. 20 minutes short. Yeah, paywall, isn't it? Someone was like... If you, you don't talk- want that to happen again, send me... <laughs> £5,000. Someone was like, you were talking about transitions and I'm worried that your transition was like, the transition bit was a transition. And I was like, fuck, we should. What do you mean? Transitioning as in? We were talking about transitions like. Oh, not. Fast cutting and stuff. And then we just cut out. (laughs) No, that's not what we're talking about. Like Mickey comes back and she's like, good evening. (laughs) No. And then we just cut out. So they were like, was that part of the illusion? I was like, what? (laughs) To those of you that listened to the full episode that went up almost immediately later, but Spotify yeah, wasn't fast enough. Definitely. Uh, Apple just released a new podcast format. Uh, so now we can charge for, like you basically, I don't know, you can make your, or you can have paid subscriptions to the podcast. Oh, that's cool. So like a Patreon, but on. Yeah, directly through Apple's podcast. It was only a matter of time before Apple cashed in on that, wasn't it? Yeah. So to the four of you that listen on Apple. <laughs> Get your checkbooks out. (laughs) Hooray. Is it? Oh, Oh my God. We need a cheat sheet. And then the whack, whack, whack. Yeah, we need the cheat sheet for that. Yeah, we don't use it. We also need to get on Nelson's laugh. Okay, I'm on it. Okay. Let me me just tell the intern to do it. Hey, Owen, do this. (laughs) Oh, okay. There you go. Owen's got notes this week. Yeah, bring it. You're going down. Basically, I've been, I I spent the last week re-listening to all 31 episodes no you didn't i know and you didn't i just do that. made a list of stuff that annoyed me about you <laughs> well it's I'll the d- same one every week so <laughs> it's the same issue same every, note week. every week what is it that my laughs are not in no it's nothing no it's not that it's did nothing. you listen back to last week can you tell when i picked the microphone up yeah no you can't okay would you like me to supercut you touching <laughs> the microphone <laughs> no thank you no but i did realize that um probably like you listen to it so can't you just take notes so then we can put up at this point we did this at this point. i have to be honest i didn't i haven't listened to them for quite some time until last week and then i was like i'm gonna listen to it yeah i only listen back now when i think i've said something outrageous and then i have to listen back to be like like was when it? i did then talking about transitions and made a, a gruff voice of course yes so mm. in my head i'll be like okay i'm gonna listen back to make sure that it's not i haven't like misremembered it and done that thing where your anxiety makes something a million times worse than what it actually was at the time. So sometimes I do that. Okay. But not every week. It doesn't, it's not a regular thing. So I think what other podcasts do 
is they don't release the episode until they've listened to it and then they write down yeah, we should probably all the do stuff that. they do. No way. <laughs> no way. Let's just get it out there and then update the show notes later. And then we'll have other people <laughs> yeah, message the sh- us. The show notes. Yeah. Then we'll have other people message us being like, um, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you, this did not happen. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I think this is a good system. Fantastic. What have you been up to? What have you been up to? I went home traveling went home to hereford spread in covid no because you're allowed to do it oh all right so that was nice that was nice that was nice went to herefordshire had did a you drink a cider yeah of course i did out <laughs> cloudy. the glass cloudy no clear cider what, you, what was your cider cloudy no it wasn't a cloudy cider it was a strongbow no it was not a strong I thought all it was, cider in the West Country was cloudy and that they mocked people that drank clear. Okay, right. Let's just... Uh, it's not, I don't on, live in back. the West Country. Uh, yes, you do. Okay. And was it vegan? How did they clear the cider? No, I Googled it and it was a vegan cider because also Old Moot isn't cloudy, but that's vegan. Like you can have versions of it. It's just when people get lazy and just decide that fish bladders are the only way to not make it cloudy. Yeah, shove them fish bladders in. Also, whose job is it to cut open the fish and take oh, it out the bladder? Oh, it makes me feel a bit sick. Um, but I found out that because I really wanted um, a pint of Herefordshire Pale Ale HPA and then I Googled <laughs> HPA. it and found out that Y Valley Root Brewery are not vegan friendly. So that's, I mean, the beer's vegan, they just don't like us. Oh yeah, they just don't like us. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. So then I was like, oh, I can't have that. So yeah, but I had a nice I'm pint sorry of cider for your loss. Um, thank you. Um, yeah, that was nice. Whilst in a glass. to Madness. I assume that's like what you do when you go home. What, just listen to Madness and drink cider? Yeah, mm-hmm. having a bit of a knees up. Yeah, that's basically it. No, I had some food outside from an establishment that isn't my house. With a cider in a glass. Bloody England living it up. Honestly, it was actually quite bizarre to like sit in a open space with other people's sad tables all drinking. Very weird. But I felt, I don't know, it was, I felt like the system was very good and very safe and everyone was adhering like completely to the rules. So yeah, it was good. Really enjoyed. Had an amazing vegan burger. Which is a shock in Hereford. Was it but a fake really, meat burger or yeah, a bean it was fake. burger? Well, this is, yeah, I'm not I feel like the bean, bean burger burgers. is dead now. Just don't give me that. That's not what I want. Here's two things I don't want as a vegan. If you do work in a restaurant, here's my advice for you. Do not give me falafel. I can get that at home. I don't want that when I go out. And don't just default to a spicy curry. That's lazy. Well, you're in the, you're in the heyday, the glory days of being a vegan. Back in the, yeah, when the you dark eat days of chips. the early 2000s, it was, uh, no, like, yeah, there was always like the go-to option of like chips or Weatherspoons. I would buy a bowl of peas. Nice. Shout out to Ron for that advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically they would always try and entertain a vegan by doing some form of like stuffed pepper as if. Oh, I actually do know how much you hate stuffed peppers. Yeah. Why ruin a perfect... Just give me... I'd rather a raw pepper. (laughs) Like, honestly, fuck off with your stuff in it with mushrooms and rice. I just... I'm not interested in something that I clearly could have just made at home for vegans. It just really bothers me. And it's just... I think it's just lazy when you're like, well, I don't... I'm not vegan, so we'll just put the most shit thing on the menu for vegans. 
what I want is like the closest thing you can get to meat without it being meat. But yeah, it was a meat-based burger. It was actually like a rip-off of a Big Mac. So it was like meat-based burger, gherkins. Or just do really sauce. good vegetable-based dishes, not just overcooked broccoli and... Like what though? Like name what vegetable dish you would get. A Buddha bowl. What's that? Like one of them pretentious like bowls of... Yeah, with oh, okay. all the colours... Imagine now. I mean, that does look nice, okay, actually, like to be fair. Spiced chickpeas, mm-hmm. couscous, 10 to 10 broccoli. I'm shocked that you're slaw. saying this. I don't think this is something you would order, but okay, carry on. I, of course I would if they went 19 pounds yeah. for a bowl of salad. <laughs> fair, yeah. <laughs> Although I feel like if you ordered one with a chicken on top, it would be 10 quid cheaper. Well, yeah, it's just because it's the only option like, you can, can I get, get. So they're like, can I get 25 the pounds? chicken Buddha bowl, but don't give me the dead thing? <laughs> and yeah. they'd be like, yeah, of course, that's four quid. Can I get it just a Buddha bowl of salad? Be can like, you take all the sauces out that make it delicious as well? And they'll be like, yeah, now it's 18 pounds. Yeah. But yeah. Because the, the chef had to get the dog to lick the lettuce clean. Exactly. <laughs> Look at us, giving advice. I don't care. Do what you want. No, I do care. Don't do what you want. Because I, w- I still want to be able to go out for food with my friends and no, I, but family I'm, and stuff. I'm, I'm not... I'm being careful with my words. I don't... I really like the fake meat products. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessary. But then no. don't go the other extreme where it's like, oh, well, what I did was I took a mushroom and I rubbed it over a plate <laughs> for yeah, six okay. hours. And then Fair. I diced a truffle and marinated a garlic clove yeah Uh, you know it's like no just cook some veg make roast potatoes oh roast potatoes yes yeah name a vegan that wouldn't be like if someone was like what's the vegan option be like massive plate of roast potatoes that would be like fantastic and some hummus to dip them in or something oh no like gravy like a good gravy i'd be all in i'd pay 18 pound for that (laughs) (laughs) anyone doing any market research yeah exactly um but yeah i went home to see my friend who's pregnant which is lovely news and it also coincided with my parents 30th wedding anniversary so yeah that was nice they i asked them what they think the secret to a successful marriage is oh yes hang on i mean so these are my topics this is this is my these were my notes this crack week. on okay Let's go. Mr. initially Mrs. i was like what do you think the secret to a successful marriage is and my dad said <laughs> cider just always say yes <laughs> basically um but then they both agreed unanimously that the secret to a a successful and happy marriage is to have separate hobbies and to be able to have your own interests that you are allowed to pursue so that your your partner understands that you need time to do what you want and they need time to do what they want but at the same time then you can come together and enjoy things together the theory of like let me miss you yeah kind of like just you don't have to like live to be in each happy you pockets. don't have to live in each other's pockets so you don't have to be around each other 24 7 so yeah and then i was like oh i can see that like my dad really likes doing what he likes doing and my mum really likes doing what she does and then they do spend meaningful time together when they do come together dad was like you know it's not <laughs> he was like it doesn't it doesn't not piss me off like when she's gone all day doing something that she really likes because then he's like well I'm just sat at home not doing stuff but then he was like but then also then when I suppose when we do come back together then the time that we're spending together is meaningful I feel like you could have a positive impact there if you just tell them to write a list as you love to and be like when mum arranges to do stuff you can do stuff as well or does your dad have to look after your the dog no not at all like I think in the last I think since me and my sister moved out they have got better at doing that so my dad will go and do things but at the same like on the same day that my mum's going to do things um and 
yeah, so I think that's the key to a successful marriage, apparently. You're all welcome. Yeah, well, 30 years plus. Yeah, they've been together like 35 years or something. So That's pretty good. Yeah, I know. There's a very cute picture of them. Oh, that my sister put on Instagram. Yeah, it's lashing it. My dad's so skinny. Then he's like, then I stopped smoking. <laughs> I replaced cigarettes with food. <laughs> and he's like, then I had kids and I had to keep eating all their leftovers. <laughs> so don't blame me. He also was like, your mum tricked me into having you. She told me it would be fun. <laughs> And I was like, well, has it not been fun? And then he was like, well, it's had its ups and downs, but I've got to say it's more ups than downs. Well, he wouldn't have had that whole hat experience at the football. What hat experience at the football? You don't remember. What? You can go back and listen to that episode if you what want. What hat experience at the football? Nothing. You oh, clear, my God. Yeah, so when the, the people used to steal my dad's <laughs> hats. Yes. I think that's what he was referring to when he said downs. Not those moments, but all the other moments that my sister have given them lots of joy about. But your sister has given them joy. I said me and my sister. No, you just said all of those. That that was a slip, wasn't it? All those other moments that my sister has given them. Oh, I didn't mean it like that, but yeah. So, yeah. It's nice to know you're still wanted. Yeah, exactly. Even though you weren't wanted. Well, apparently by one of them I wasn't, but... (laughs) But still still trying to win that. Yeah. We'll do do an annual check-in. What, with my More parents? highs than lows. <laughs> yeah, it's like... You could do that as like a Christmas tradition because you're not allowed to watch a Queen's speech anymore. Yeah, fair. Okay. So, you know, you can be like, right, Dad, let's evaluate the year. Yeah, so more ups and downs? And or... you can record it on your phone and we can play it on the podcast. Yeah, I wanted to record them talking about what they thought the secret to a happy marriage would be, but then I was like, they're both going to be like, what are you doing? So I just left it. I just asked and them when we And would be car. like, is Mickey in there? Yeah, for sure. So I was like, I'll just ask him in the car on the way back. Dean, what are you doing in the phone? <laughs> exactly. So yeah, but that's the, that's the key. So if you're right now... <laughs> so if you met your partner doing something that you both enjoy together... Well, you're fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> It's not going to work, guys. No, I'm joking. I suppose it's very subjective. No, it makes total sense. Kerry hates everything I do. Not away just from everything it, just everything I, I do. do. Yeah, so. But then I, yeah, I was like thinking about me and Kerry. And then I was like, oh, I think this topic is actually something that me and Owen could talk about from lived experience and be like, we're quite well, like, we have a lot of knowledge about this. I mean, I've been in a relationship for a whole decade, so I know pretty impressive yeah but then i was like oh yeah me and carrie have separate hobbies so i like this piece of advice because that's good i've been married for years yeah many many do you know how many years or you just of course i do (laughs) some years like 17 this year is it yeah that you've been married yeah really yes whoa i thought you've been together 17 years no i've been together with carrie longer than i haven't been with carrie wow more of my life yeah. has been in a relationship. I forget that you're older than me, so yeah. Not much. You're catching up. Yeah, well, apparently. But also, did, did I tell... Have I told the story about Dottie trying to guess my age? No. So Owen's oldest daughter was kept trying to guess my age. And she was... I was like, how old do you think I am? And she was like... 12. Well, she, she was obviously doing that thing. Like, Dottie's old school. enough to be like, whatever I say might be offensive. So she was like, like obviously playing the game of being like, oh, um, I don't really know. So she was like, oh, I, I just, I don't know, uh, like 20. And then I was like, no, I'm 28. And then she went, you're younger than my dad. <laughs> yes. And I was like, are you... <laughs> Like, she was outraged. <laughs> I'm done. 
that I was younger than you. She was furious. And I was like, yeah. I was like, your dad's 11 years older than me. And she was like... <laughs> so... <laughs> thanks, Dottie. Just drink more water and get more sleep, mate. About- <laughs> No, you, you, you are not you allowed. Uh, you didn't make a glass of water for you two weeks. Not. That's three weeks I haven't drunk water for now. I haven't, made, you haven't made a glass of water. Last week when you left, I was like, I didn't make going a glass of water. He's definitely going to be dehydrated tomorrow now. I'm like a houseplant that's dying. Sorry, I'll make you one next week. You can't have one mid-podcast, but I'll get you one. It's fine. Next I'll, week. I'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> no do your plants like so ropey in you. Don't, I'm so bad at watering my plants. I'm the world's worst millennial with houseplants. So I saw on Instagram, <laughs> you're supposed to put them in the bath, like, and then like shower them. So I've been doing that once a week, but. And you're supposed to rustle them as well to make it feel like the wind's blowing on them. So they get sturdier. Not all plants, but some plants. Well, that... this is the thing. Like, I actually don't know what plants I've got. Like, I don't know what type of plant that is. It's a green one. Yeah. So I don't actually know how to care for it. That one's fake. Don't look at that one. <laughs> It's the only, it's the, only it's the only alive looking one in this house. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to well, I guess emulate their natural conditions. Yes, yeah, so I've been doing that, but I think they just look as oh. dead, if not more dead than Well, I think that one looks dead because it's next to where you play music. Oh also, what are you doing with that record needle? Don't that's not me. That's giving me the that's Carrie Humphreys. Do you want to go sort it out? No, no. We'll sort it out at the end. I don't know why it's like that. That's been, very annoying. You've been scratching. Yeah, Carrie's been mixing Florence and the Machine with someone. I'll teach him the 2P trick. Shout out to any DJs out there who know what I'm talking about. I don't think our demographic is DJs. Yeah, you used to have to balance a 2P on top of the needle to stop it from skipping. Like to wow. Wait, to weight it down. That is actually quite good. Sometimes it does it on that, so I'm going to start doing it. Yeah, that. just stick a penny on top. That cartridge isn't perfect. You might have to blue tack it, I'll be honest. Okay, great. So like at, like proper nightclub ones would have a flat stylus oh, yeah. head so you could put the coin on it. Right, okay. Okay. If there are any DJs out there now, they're like, what, what is this yeah, guy talking like, about? Yeah, they're like, he's lying. No, it's true. Okay. Well, anyway. There we go. Cool story. Cool anecdote there. Yeah, I know. So yeah. Anyway, that, that that's my notes done for the week. For the week? Yeah, well, then I was like, I, was, I wanted to talk about the idea of like being selfish, like the connotations around being selfish are always really negative and it's always used as like a... But it's not... It depends. Like it's not... Well, selfish no, I is, think, a, is someone's interpretation of it. I don't yeah. think inherently doing something that you enjoy alone is selfish. No. If, it, if, if your mum was like... If your dad was genuinely like, yeah, I just really miss it all the time and it's really upset that would be, yeah, selfish, then it would be selfish but it makes our marriage because your yeah, mum is unbearable if she doesn't do it i suppose it. the best way of describing it is that it is like i suppose in some regards it is self-indulgent it is like selfish to well no that to that's closer to what self-care should be well yeah but exactly I, but, but that if, was where i was going to go with the whole topic was that oh yeah you're, you're welcome yeah yeah of course oh sorry well, you've just summed it up in one second so that's my notes done for the week one second round up by owen oh well, yeah what you're talking about self-care bye <laughs> No, I was actually going to scratch at the surface and go a little deeper. Oh, okay. Because oh, okay. this entire balance that your parents have struck mm-hmm. would fall apart completely if they didn't have what? Good what skills? Which you may argue they don't have, but they've obviously... Good... Well, in order for this to work, 
Yeah. You can't just assume that the people are happy. Oh, no, good communication skills. Yeah. Although, if you've met my mum, she's no. silent most of the time. But yeah. No, but I understand. Yeah, it's, yeah. That, it's that idea of like, you can't just take this idea and apply it. No. You have to, you know, whatever. Because for some people, they will be people that do everything together mm-hmm. all the time and are blissfully happy. Yeah. But if one of them was like a prisoner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think it's about being open and honest about stuff. So I listened to a podcast and it was, it was a bit obnoxious to hear the guy say it, but he was talking, it, they were talking about being dads mm-hmm. and that it was very clear from the start, like they made an agreement that he would have 30 minutes a day to, to move mm-hmm. and be active. That was like a non-negotiable because then he could be a better person for it. Okay, And it's like, it's interesting because it's completely fair and reasonable, but I'm also like, I don't think you should say it that way. <laughs> like, no, I suppose there's a way of attitude, delivering it. Yeah, but... I was like, it's, but they're Californian, so right, okay. the way they say everything is just a nine, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Where they go up at the end of their sentences. Oh, right, yeah. Um, but yeah, they were talking about that. And I think it's just about finding balance. Yeah. I mean, this is coming from someone that is the world's worst communicator. But then I think, so when I just said then that my mum doesn't really say that much, but then I feel like I'm the same. I don't necessarily commu- communicate verbally, like how I feel all the time, but like me and Kerry have got to a good place where like, I feel like he could read, like he, like he can read me if but I'm you, just stood I think still, like whether I'm yeah. happy. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it's not necessarily like verbal Which is communication. Which mad because you hide your feelings so well. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but on that note, I think it's the case as well, say for you and Carrie, you you get to a point where you can maybe suggest, oh, I'm thinking of doing X, Y, or Z, and you can read instantly. The problem oh, yeah, is like, then, if you're quiet, if you're quiet and also passive and don't say stuff and you'll just brood on it, mm. that won't work. Yeah. You can be quiet most of the time and not really communicate, but then when you're unhappy, you need to Yeah, which I have got a lot better at. Hmm. recently but yeah i think but it's difficult yeah it is really difficult and then if someone is um uh, how do you word this without offending people i mean you might not emotional but like if someone is um uh is more of an is is lives much more in their emotions and mm -hmm. experiences them more is less kind of in uh introvert Mm -hmm. with their emotions it's very hard not to take it personally yeah so when they're upset you can have that mix where it's like you just assume it's you that's yeah. upsetting them even after like with carrie she's like i'm not mad at you i'm like but it feels like you are mm. you know, it's very hard not to take it personally yeah even when you rationally know that it may not be you oh yeah a lot like that so when so like carrie will be really quiet or like if he's annoyed you can tell he's annoyed but then I used to read that as like, oh, he's just annoyed at me. And I, and so my fix would be, why are you annoyed at me? <laughs> like continuously. But it would just turn out there's something else that's annoyed him and he just needs to be quiet and have some time to himself. But it's exactly the same behavior that it would be if he was annoyed at you. So then you Yeah, exactly. Interrupt. But then now we've just got to get where I'm like, oh, he needs like 10 minutes of me not. You should cost. all read the languages of love. Mm. Uh Full disclaimer. I've you have not, not read not that read book. You, Owen turned it over, read the blurb, got what you Didn't needed. Didn't do that. Someone, oh someone was telling God. me about it and I went, got it. Yeah, exactly. There we go. It makes total sense. You don't need to read a book about it. Well, Just no. Google it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, having separate hobbies. 
we'll get you 30 years of marriage. And that's it. And then that's it. Yeah. Pour some out on the curb for Mr. and Mrs. James. They're moving yeah. on. What? You just literally meant like, that's it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. No. They What's are. your dad's hobbies? You said he's had a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, my dad is, I think, has been having, my dad has classic midlife crisis hobbies, but it's been ongoing since I've been born. So they're not midlife. They're so, just very much hobbies. Some that sort of common link there. What? Who? Me? Since you've been born, he's been having cri- He's been in crisis How since you've been born. No. <laughs> Oh, oh, every time we got rid of it didn't we yeah, yeah we did um yeah uh so it's, it's mostly like it's just classic white man hobbies motorbikes cars he's recently don't taken downplay up. your dad's hobbies no, that's very rude mickey sorry i didn't well, give I didn't them like that. the space i mean he and, would does be he laughing still do some of them yeah so he's, he has still has a motorbike he has recently taken up clay pigeon shooting does he have a flat cap? Yes. My Kerry bought him for Christmas. Nice. Yeah, so he's been doing that. I recently. feel like when you say that, it's the sort of thing where you, other people would just join a club. Your dad will have bought the thing that throws him in the air, bought the clays, and does it. He's like, oh, he's running his own Do clay pit, didn't You shoot. clearly know my dad. That is exactly what he's done. <laughs> he's so like, he's I'm not like, going to mess around by joining the club. I don't need other people in this with me. This is I the dream. I would do this on my own. Yeah. So yeah, he's Fuck got like... hobbies with other people. Where you're, shooting machine, the yeah. clays, everything. You don't, want to be, you don't want to have to be like, and let's be honest, I think your dad is a good sort. You mm. don't want to be mixing with clay pigeon shooters. Oh, no, 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 no. Exactly. So I hate to be disparaging, but there's there's going to be more than the fair share of things discussed that you're going to have to bite your tongue at yeah, and then sure. feel ashamed that you bit your tongue at. Yeah. So he does it with a few friends in one of their fields. So, yeah. Of course he does. Yeah. Which is quite nice. And then obviously my mum's hobby is horses and stuff like that. But she's recently started uh, uh, judging dressage, which I think she really enjoys. Mm-hmm. Is, is it part of it or does she just go and watch and just secretly judge? <laughs> she just i just she, go on to horse events and judge like, people oh my god no like she's the judge oh Linda so, over there but it's amazing so you you are the judge and you sit in the car and you watch someone do the dancing with the horses again this is where we need a, a video version of the podcast because yeah, mickey's sure. actions there we're like an mc hammer video <laughs> You know, the horse is doing the... Yes, <laughs> I was doing an impression of dressage. But you then have a writer who sits next to you and then you just say what you think and then the writer has to write it down for you. Where is this in my life? Yeah, exactly. For everything, just my commentary. But then also I could have only picked up bits that I wanted to hear from mum telling me and it's actually completely incorrect what I've just said and it's actually more complicated. But there's a lot to it, like the whole dressage thing and what you score people on and it's very complicated that doesn't have jumping in it that doesn't have jumping in it it's they just the fancy trot one and they trot and can and like do circles and then they have to like um bow bow curtsy yeah and some sometimes the horse goes side to side like that again i mean it's amazing those horses are worth hundreds of thousands of pounds yeah the, the proper ones yeah the big white ones yeah from spain yeah so and they can walk on their back legs and like shuffle yeah i don't actually think that's in dressage i think that's just like that's just showing off like fancy stuff that's elite level no i don't even think that's elite level dressage i think that's like a completely different thing they're not like at a walk on your hind legs i don't think that's a thing i think it's like at a trot oh they tell you what to do 
Oh my god, yeah, you don't make it it's up. It's not like freestyling. No. no. You're given um a list you're of given things a, to complete. Yeah, you're given a list of things and then you well then because then it creates a standard measure for this is the podcast content that everyone yeah. wanted what, was me if, explaining <laughs> dressage. <laughs> what if your horse is a bit of a rebel? Well, I think you they should do have very well at dressage. Well, I think they should have at least one category where it's like, and now Miss World is like the rogue. Get, yeah, yeah, your secret talent, and the horse is like, I just love. Uh, why you know the thing cats do when they get really excited, they just run around the walls and yeah. dogs. I'd love to see a horse doing that. I know they do it in fields where they sort of frolic, yeah. but imagine in an enclosed space, a horse what, with someone just, on their back, yeah, just going, fucking, oh, just going God. absolutely apeshit. I feel like that's something. That's health and safety. But yeah, so you, you get given like a, a load of exercises. exercises. It, it, it's like, the yeah. Exercises? <laughs> and then you have to do them and then they score you. But it's like the lowest score wins. Okay. So you get scored on faults. Oh, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah something like that. Yeah. Cool. But you can do dressage to music. What else do rich white people do in this spare time? Oh my god! I knew this is going to come back. To <laughs> no, the people on the horses. You just said oh, the horses are like. No, really not all expensive. of them. Like that's when you get to like the Olympics. I yeah, think. where they go up on their back legs and no. shimmy around. Owen, they don't do that at all. Like that's not a thing that they do. It is a thing they no, do. No, it's not. I've seen it on that's an advert for level. sparkling white wine or something. Mm-mm. That's not elite level. No. Maybe they just haven't reached no, it yet. No, that's just like fancy. Just like you pay to go watch horses do that. The dressage is not that. It's not even got any common ground. No. Do you think the dressage judges are like, it's pretty good what those horses can do? Yeah, they're like, why is it not doing on its hind legs? No, yeah. that's not. Maybe yeah. your mum could bring it up. Oh, what if she just trolled them and just added it to the list? And at point C, do the moonwalk. <laughs> can a horse moonwalk? Yeah, and we can walk backwards. Uh the moonwalk is not walking backwards. How dare I've you? been told many times that it's not that. No, they, they do, well, no, they can't moonwalk, but they also, do walk if backwards. You, if you want to watch something, you can see the origins of the moonwalk because it was not invented by Michael Jackson. It was just pinched. What? Michael Jackson did not, inv- he just popularized. Oh, that's a good fact. Yeah. Where's this video? YouTube. We'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> hold your breath. We won't do that. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Dressage. Interesting. Yeah. And your dad, clay pigeon shooting Mm -hmm. and motorbike. What motorbikes? Sport. I'm going to say sports motorbikes, like Honda Fireblades and stuff like that. Um, no, I actually don't know. I think he's like now. Not old fashioned. Yeah, I think it's. No, I bet he used to have like the ones that race. Like go fast. Yeah. Yeah. I think at one point he did. And he probably knew a guy that worked somewhere that. Apparently you get to a certain age and then you, um, you, well, I, I feel like it's happening to me, but you see fear all the time. (laughs) You just, uh, you get to a certain age and you're like, I don't want to go this fast anymore. It's quite scary. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, motorbikes are ridiculous. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. Oh no, I, I, well, I told Lou Allen categorically, I was like, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you a lot of things. Don't ever let me get on a motorbike that can do 100 miles an hour. Yeah, thank God. I was like, no matter how convincing I am, <laughs> I was like, because if someone's like, if you push this button, you'll die, I'll be like, but how bad will you die? Done. Yeah, slap, how slap, bad slap, will yeah. you die? Like, how much will it hurt on a scale of 1 to 10? Yeah. Yeah. Hold my camera. This is just, it's not for me. Dad's hobbies are not for me at all. Clip and shoot would be fun. Yeah. Although they're real bullets, aren't they? No, uh, yeah, they are, yeah. 
So yeah, anyway. If they weren't real bollocks, there'd be no Midsummer Murders, would they? Exactly. Midsummer Murders. You wouldn't want to move to that village. It's the, possibly the most dangerous planet, a place on the planet. Exactly, it That's is. That's a classic dad joke, isn't it? What? It's the most dangerous place on Earth. Midsummer Oh, I didn't realise that was a joke, but yeah. And then didn't they, well, it must have had a big impact because didn't they name that Scandinavian horror film after it? I, don't th- I didn't think it was named after that. I thought that that was uh, like... Yeah, it's um, the guy from it, Bergerac. You don't know what I'm talking about. I have about no now. idea what you're talking about. So there used to be a thing when I was growing up called Bergerac and it was this guy, John Nettles, that right. was the actor and he was a detective on the Isle of Man or somewhere. And isn't he in Midsummer Murders? <laughs> I, I honestly have I no don't idea. Watch Is Midsummer programs. Murders still going? I don't know. Maybe they're all dead. <laughs> no, not the police people. Surely not. Oh my god! I had to I had to call the fire brigade yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I did. For a field on fire? No, there was a lorry on fire. A lorry. Everyone that knows me has heard this story at least once. So did I'm the... sorry for this. Are oh, you saying I don't know you? Well, no, I'm just saying that I haven't seen you, so I haven't told so you the story. Did the lorry know it was on fire? Well. It was like at the top of this quite busy road in Hereford and it was on fire, like quite on fire. And the man had obviously got out of the van and had called and then it just looked like he was just playing on his phone. So me and mum were like watching this blaze and then mum had to go around it in the car. We were both quite stressed that we were going to blow up and die. So I was like, I'm going to call just to reinforce how on fire this lorry is because I feel like no one's doing anything. Was it like the engine? No one else had stopped. Um, it was like the bit behind the cab, but it was like a dairy lorry. So it was clearly like vent, like some, it was trying to be cool, wasn't it? So it was like whatever keeps it cool was on fire, which I, I believe now is like there's gas involved in that. So I was like, I'm going to call the fire brigade just to reinforce that it it's re- on fire. It's really, really burning. So I <laughs> called them and then I forgot that when they answer, you've got to specify what you want. So they were like, hi, emergency services. And I was like, there's a lorry on fire. And then they said, well, what do you want? Do you want police, ambulance or fire? I was like, well, fire. Then it took them at least two minutes to put me through to the fire brigade. And I was like, there is nothing emergency about the service. To be in fair, Hereford. in Hereford, that is like what I'd imagine in Peppa Pig with Miss Rabbit. <laughs> the weather woman had to go and like change into a fire outfit and then came back and was like. <gasps> yeah. Right, where's the fire? Exactly. <laughs> so then I had to explain and then... John was probably cutting the grass and he couldn't, you know, yeah. he didn't hear when she was calling him. But then I just was like, look, I, I am aware, this probably has been called through, but I just need to tell you that it's really on fire. And then they were asking me loads of questions about like what kind of lorry it was and stuff. And then I was like, yeah, so I was answering the questions, but then I was like, it's really on fire. <laughs> and then they're like, don't worry, we've sent someone. Then we made it all the way from one side of Hereford to the other side of Hereford before we heard or saw any blue lights. So that lorry... Toast. Toast. Exactly. The milk would put it out. Well, the milk the might stop it. sadness of cows would but put But like, it it's, I mean, it's gonna, it was at the front of the lorry, so it's, that's blowing up. Anyway, that's my anecdote from the last few days. Well, well done. Thank you for your service. It's okay. Do you want to move on to your notes? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Have we, have we worked our way through... What, relationship advice? <laughs> No, and your dad's hobbies. I feel like there's no that. That's basically it. And then so that so I think they've reached like a point in their lives where they're both very content doing that for the whole day, and then coming together in the evening and being like, oh, okay, we've spent time apart. But knowing that that's that time apart hasn't been because of the other one. It's which is then why I was like, oh, it, I suppose you, then. You, but you already said, but like it's like being selfish, but for the right reasons. 
I but think. yeah, I just think the word like, selfish you're like, it's is not selfish. Like, it's, yeah. well, it's not selfish, but I think people see. I think people misinterpret that and doing things, doing your own hobbies as selfish. I think that's why it stops a lot of people from doing things like that. But you can be selfish. But anyway, you can keep saying it's not selfish. But what I'm trying to say is that. What do you mean? You can keep saying it. Well, no, I just think that I think there are some people that would not in, indulge themselves in things that make them happy because at the expense of them thinking that what they're doing is selfish. Which comes back to? Yeah, communication. Yeah, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, no, like, I think... experts out, you're like, yes, I know what you want me to say. <laughs> but yeah, so if you if there is a hobby that you really want to pursue, communicate with your partner and then or perhaps go and do them. it because it makes a successful and happy relationship according to the Jameses. Yeah, and meet people and fall in love not based on an app and then like just on looks. That, that's mm-hmm. not true because don't they match you based on like your interests that you lie about on the internet? I don't know. I don't want to get into internet dating. No, it I don't want to either. People, I mean, if we're going to talk about like earlier, I said that this is quite, this is a subject that we know quite a lot about. I know nothing. Online dating is something that we just, I think we should just ignore we could just do an offshoot where we get people on who are, oh, they could live online date. We could be like, right, go on now no. and see the messages that come through. It sounds super no, fun. No, I just feel like I'd be triggered the whole time and just angry <laughs> about the whole thing. Oh, so I don't want to do it. Why? What do you mean? Why? What about if we just did it with lesbians? To no, avoid the whole no, I just... douchey men bit. Well, because probably, there are do, also do think, douchey like, women. So I think... What? Believe it. Oh, fuck's sake. Can't trust anyone these no, days. No, exactly. You're telling me lesbians can be bad as well. Yeah, everyone can be a bad human. So yeah, I just, I, I just have no. Full disclaimer: I, w- I was being sarcastic then, but you can't see my face, so I feel like we need an audio <laughs> disclaimer. There. Should we just put in like we should put in a little thing that's like a disclaimer, being like Owen was. Owen's talking shit here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. And also the fact that new people can listen to this every week. Yeah, it's not just, just people that know me and give exactly. me a wide, a wide pass of all the, the crap that, that I might saw. not know us would listen to this and then be like, "There's only a matter that. of time before that podcast that listens to one episode and <laughs> then we start yeah. an online war." Oh my god! Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Hopefully, there's like nine people that we don't know listen who have podcasts that are now like, "What the fuck is it me?" <laughs> and we're like, "It's definitely." If you think it's you, it's definitely not you. No, but. If you think it's you, then maybe look inward and... <laughs> sort your own shit out. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I, on the flip side of your heartwarming tale, mm-hmm. I think I have the caveat of, yeah, if you don't have good communication skills and you pursue whatever the fuck you want to do, you end up with my parents. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's... I don't know, it's quite a tricky balance, isn't it? No, Sometimes. not really. Like, I just think some people are meant to be together. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that as well. Like... Some sometimes you have two people and one person just goes off and pursues what they want to do and never comes back. <laughs> there we are. Then. Also, I feel like I did listen to a bit last week. I am not bemoaning my hand painted bike. I loved it. It had a rear view. Oh, I don't think it, came it had a rear view like mirror on it. It was no, like that, some sort what? of hybrid BMX, but it was this? like a, a really old <laughs> rusty nice. bike. Painted with that. I loved it. I'm not. I had a great childhood. I was just saying. I had a you know people that like make you don't need money. No. And I know that because I didn't fucking have any. <laughs> um, my dad, um, for Christmas one year, got bought a lorry, like a little remote control lorry. Oh, I thought you were literally going to be like, no, 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 I was no, like, no. sorry, I should, have, <laughs> I should have said it the remote like, control. Are part. you just rubbing sorry, this in my face? I don't know now. why I led with that. Got bought a remote control lorry that only turned left. 
Yeah. He's now 51 and still will not keep bringing up the lorry that only 10 left. I, I do feel like I need to say, like, there was a time where remote control cars only turned... So there was quite a lot of cars that only no, turned but I feel yeah. like he was exp- yeah no no I know oh, but he wanted but he yeah, expected he like, that oh. it wasn't go- but, but I can't remember if the story is, is that the Did remote control them? broke immediately or if it just always just turned left I'm not sure what the actual story is but he to this day will not most Christmases it gets brought up as like a look how much of a deprived child I was and also the cling film box story which is I feel like hashtag not still listening but Reese Clements could make you an only turning left lorry if you wanted for this Christmas. Oh my God. Miss James, stop listening yeah. right now. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think it came across that you were bemoaning the bike. I just thought it just, you were just telling a story about the bike. So yeah. don't worry. Okay, good. Now it's cleared up. Mm-hmm. I do this every week. Uh, last week, I got 15 points that I addressed, I'd like to address. I think if we lived in that system where it would be like, I'm going to address these points, we would... Never get past yeah, the Bible. I just have to move on. The Bible <laughs> as a whole. No one's corrected yeah. me. Did you? Oh, have you heard? Yeah, come on then. What? Come on then. <laughs> what? <laughs> you said the word Bible. I'm ready. No, no. I know. Sorry. So no one gave you any? No. How many loaves and fishes? No, I didn't. Also, I, I didn't mean a. I didn't mean Aesop's fables. I meant no, I parables. Know. Yeah. That's what I meant. Anyway, should we move on to your notes this week? I thought the hilarious laughter covered that that was... <laughs> I listened to that book back and I was like, oh my God, you have a PhD and you, you do not know what you're talking about here. Stop talking about it. And there's a bit where I can tell that I'm like, just take it back and stop talking. But you carry on saying, hey Siri. So. Is that your impression of me? Do it again. No. <laughs> no, no. I think no. everyone wants to hear it. Mickey. No, it will come organically later on, I'm sure. Right, move on to your notes this week, please. Uh, also, I think I've got a sinus problem. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, if you can explain <laughs> horse dressage, I can talk about real things that affect me, okay? Okay. I was like, I sound very nasally, and I've, it started to become a you concern. Think, you, I you pride myself not, on breathing. You do not have a sinus problem because you breathe. I don't think you have a sinus problem. You would know if you had a sinus problem. All right, well, I hate my voice now. Okay, then that's what—that's actually what it is. Owen. No, it's not. It's your voice. My dulcet tone. I sang last week and I'm, yeah. I, was, I was expecting a record contract by this week. Uh, don't no. huff at me. Sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm being a happy bowler. I'm living that life. You don't like the bit in Elf that is the no. classic happy bowler. Yeah, I You're know. a fraud, Mickey James, and I'm telling the world. But it's because it's singing. There, I have a... It's because you are here. And you just, you're <laughs> jealous. That, yeah, I am here. But it's it's singing. I have something, there is something about people singing. I do have an issue with last week's show, actually. Oh. A, that I just called it a show. Yeah. But I need a more British word for it, episode. Yeah. You referred to our listeners as something that made me die inside. What's that? I, I would really appreciate it. Although. Buckets and baskets? No. What did I call them? You, you used the F word did I, what yeah yeah you did you I went used the f word yeah f-o-l-k no fans oh <laughs> i've actually gone red you I'm should so sorry i'm ashamed of us i was like ooh, the fans are listening to <laughs> i want to leave this podcast i mean if yeah I, well i feel like 
you've got more grounds to refer to people as fans because they keep sucking up to you with your messages of praise. Maybe that's why I called them fans. because I was like, I was like my well, fans. I was going to let it slide because I was like, maybe they've actually been, you know, been like, hey, it's okay, you can call us fans. I'm a big fan of the show or something. Oh, no, I'm sorry, everyone. Also, episode 31 is not us debriefing about episode 30. That's the, that's the format for the show. We found our niche. We just <laughs> talked about last week. Oh, my God. I think, you sh- I think we should because, let's be honest, I'm going to forget. Okay, we'll do that. Okay. No, it's not really. We can talk about current affairs if you want. sweating and stuff. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Yeah, so apologies to the listeners. I'm so sorry If you do identify as a fan, no judgment. (laughs) It's just not something we should assume. Sorry. Okay. Right, moving on. My notes. Sorry. So I've... Oh, what? God, do you need to go and unsweat yourself? No, I'm going to say, are your old man eyes okay? Because I switched the light on. (laughs) Hang on a second. I feel like you would have. Have you not got like, hey Alexa? Oh God, can't say that. Can you? Hey Alexa, play Slayer really loud, <laughs> volume ten. <laughs> no, sorry, I've switched the light on now so Owen can see. But, it wasn't okay, squinting. here's here's a quick insight into <laughs> what I believe makes my marriage so successful that I'm sure if Carrie listened to this, she'd be contest. My favorite hobby when Carrie is working from home at her desk upstairs is to just stand by the door silently and then shout, hey, Google, play Slayer, volume eight. Yeah, that is, that's annoying. there's nothing you can do to stop it. Okay. I don't think that's a sign. <laughs> I don't. Bloody I think that's just hilarious. That's, and it always picks earlier when I was like, okay, sometimes like selfish acts that's you doing a self-indulgent act that only makes you happy because <laughs> there is no payoff for carrying that at all when the riff kicks in so no there's no don't try and get around it i'm not trying to get around really it. good but that is a self-indulgent act that only makes you happy find yourself a husband that loves you enough to torment you i mean no i know torment is the wrong word is it mm. i mean it's the one kerry uses quite a lot then <laughs> you should probably readjust. i also get why are you the way you, you are quite quite a lot not really uh really uh so episode 31 i i've had ruminations uh-huh. and i kept thinking should I write this down now oh yeah yeah i didn't do it oh okay so i tried to revisit it and then I was like, was this something I was supposed to make a video about or the podcast? And I was like, it's all the same, isn't it? It, it is all the same, yeah, exactly. Plus, the chances of me making a video about anything other than me being sad about Bo being in school is slim to none. It is actually really sad that it's, it's you're not, allowed to be sad about it. It's a privilege. Yeah, but you're allowed to be sad about it. Like, you're al- you're, you are allowed to be a, not okay with them. Thank you. It's okay. Just validating your feelings. Okay, so it just made me think in light of that, that a lot of people, I, it was unexpected when people were like, thank you for being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, cause I'm not, I'm really strong and tough. So just, yep, okay. no, but the idea of, um, I listened to another podcast and it's just people talking about stuff that's affected them. And I was like, oh yeah, it doesn't have to be the same thing we've talked about, but like, you don't have to be a famous platformed person to make an impact not at all so i've tried to do my i didn't i should have done it in my visual pictogram way 
where they all okay. link together. Yeah. But basically, your experience of life, like yours, I'm looking at you mm-hmm. or you, you listening. I'm yeah. ta- I am talking to you. No, not that other person. <laughs> if you don't think it's about you, it's about you. It's about you. You have an experience in life that is unique to you, but no one's that unique. Like someone else needs to know. If you're still here following on from something, if you share that, it could be a really potent hand into the well at just the time someone else needs to hear it. Because when you're there, you don't know. So yeah, it was like your experience will save someone. Um, And I thought about, you know, we discuss on here and offline a lot of the time purpose Mm -hmm. and people, the fact that people feel lost and don't have a purpose, that notion of being taken outside of your tribe and that village way of living. Well, actually there's a new form of it in a way. So we're hyper-connected and there's too many people and, and you have too many opinions coming at you. But you can find your village online now. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I know people do. Yeah. But the idea of like, you, you know, and again, you don't need to have an Instagram account with a hundred, like a hundred thousand people. Like they ain't your tribe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because within that demographic, there's not, not everyone's really, they might like your pictures or they might enjoy your videos, but you're going to defer in unhealthy ways and healthy ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but that idea of like, yeah, you can, you can have a, uh, so we used to look at this when I worked in community, uh, development, but a community of interest, you're like, yeah, I know what it is. I'm a doctor. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, like looking at that. And then I think the only way we can, I don't think we should ignore it. I don't think many of us are going to suddenly revert back to going off grid and living in smaller communities. And I don't think that's the way humanity is. Like the universe is urging us headfirst into creating artificial intelligence and moving to Mars. Yeah. So you may as well roll with it. So the real skill that I think we should be teaching in schools and encouraging each other to do is curating your consumption. Right. Okay. Going to leave that ruminate with you for a second. Oh, okay. I thought you were very gonna, dismissive. I was like, oh, okay, and then I thought you were going to ex- explain a bit more. That's why. Um. So the a lot of people are like, oh, I've got to go. I've got to take time out. It's too much. I'm too triggered by everything. And it's that idea of like being beholden to your content. Yeah. That you're consuming. Like it's the same as your diet. It's more important than your diet probably. You probably mm-hmm. get away with eating junk food longer than you could. Yeah, I think so. Um, but how do you, Where like where's the way for that? How do you learn that skill? Because... It's hard work and you feel personally beholden to people. Yeah. Hmm, That's an interesting idea, isn't it? But the more you curate your consumption of stuff Mm -hmm. and not to an echo chamber, like I think you should actively put the people in your village that you don't get on with. Yeah. To keep the balance and to understand it. But that idea of being far stricter with yourself and it might be just start a new account. Mm-hmm. that you use for consumption and then you can just post your posts if you are still clinging on to the dream of, I don't know, <laughs> leveraging your social status yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, so that was the starting point. 
in terms of how in a world where there's so much being bandied around, especially with now the pressure of slipping up or not sharing the right thing or sharing the right thing. And even when you try and do the right thing, someone's pissed off with you that you respect or whatever, you know, it's all just heading towards like nervous exhaustion for most people. Mm-hmm. But then if you switch off, you miss, you don't miss anything, but it's not, there's some things that I've learned huge amounts from consuming. I can't lie. Yeah. That, and like, that's why I, that's why I like, cause I feel like I've got to a point where I've created a feed that isn't detrimental to my mental health, but at the same time has opposing arguments to my own and views to my own, but I've not, I don't need to take a time out from it. Hmm. But, but that's, then, that's but not the that, norm, is it? No, not at all. That isn't the norm. And it's also fun. And I still actively follow, then yeah. seek out accounts that I'm like, I know I'm going to be annoyed by this. So I didn't even follow them, but I'm going to go and access them just for self-indulgent rage, really. But yeah, I guess it has to start somewhere, doesn't it? Like you have to, like we have to just accept that we're in a world where we are going to access social media and that everyone is probably going to do it. But then utilizing it in that you live geographically in places that may not be your mm-hmm. space yeah so utilizing that community online is really positive and i see it all the time and i'm like oh wow this you know great kind of work going on that way but i don't know i just think for mo- i think a lot of people that would benefit the most from it are passively just consuming yeah and just scrolling and looking at everything and anything and, and that's where you've got you know, these huge accounts that are, uh, they're not, but they're not, they're not improving the world. No. We're just putting out content. Yeah. And it's but in, they're also like masters of the Instagram algorithm and yeah, all that nonsense. And well, like the fact that, so I listened to an interview with Mr. Beast, who's a mat, like the most successful YouTuber now. And he's, a, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And like, I think we discussed it before, like what his goal is, is to build 50 homeless shelters. Mm-hmm. And like, he just gives all it's the, the amount of, he now makes other channels to generate money to pay, to keep a, like a food bank going. Wow. Okay. Um, and does loads of flat and he, it's amazing. Cause he talks about wealth and he's like, I just don't understand super rich people who don't want to change the world for the better yeah so it's a bizarre concept when you have that much money and you obviously don't notice that you can just give but he's money broke away. he spends all his mm. money to do it um but he he analyze and he analyzes youtube data constantly mm-hmm. which you wouldn't i mean he made like the first videos he ever made were like zero now he spends it's like an average of a million dollars a video right okay. to make, and they just give away loads of stuff but he started off by saying like one time he said someone's name for 24 hours over and over in a room oh my god he watched paint dry you know like just really yeah wild stuff but he, he's like oh you have to make the the algorithm you know where it's all based on clickbait yeah and he's like, I don't believe in it, but mm-hmm. I have to do it. Otherwise I can't do the things I want to do yeah. in life. And we just accept that. Yeah, exactly. And you can, and like, it, you can see it happen on Instagram all the time. <coughs> like people that want to build a brand will start doing things that they know will get 
engagement and silly things like that and like that every like now and then our, our giveaways come in next week by the way okay, so cool. <laughs> um but like, <laughs> but like all like the ones where it's like oh, i just thought everyone should know that the algorithm on instagram has changed and then like post a picture of it as if everyone's in this like algorithm content weird game that they're obviously playing wow interesting update have you had the message from instagram yet what the one where it says is this one i had the other day when it was like it looks like you're trying to say that you're sponsored by someone <laughs> and i was like no i'm not actually sponsored by no clubs. save that one for the fans mickey um oh the one where it was like would you like to turn off likes for this post oh no i haven't had that that's interesting oh not turn off hide hide likes. likes no i haven't had that but i think that that is a step in the right direction i have have you turned them off no i'm vain no but i well i wanted to talk about it so I need to look at it. I think I, I think you can still like people can still like your post, yes. and you can still find out if you delve into the post. Right, but but you it's won't not get display, or you don't it's get not display, It's not displayed. Okay, because it was trialed in certain yeah. countries, wasn't it? I think it is a step in the right direction because then people will stop trying to create feeds that are just nonsense for likes. But then we have kind of said before that if they're going somewhere to get likes they've gone that place anyway so it's and also it just means people are going to be going press and two step because i was like okay if i do this it helps me it would be helpful if i commit to being like well i'm not even gonna look Mm -hmm. and then it but it's interesting to know that you're connecting with people yeah so there's times like i posted a picture of stones Mm -hmm. but what was actually important to me was what i wrote about the stones yeah and someone that i don't know but i know through instagram commented and i was like oh because i was like oh maybe i i got the feeling that it was like i posted this and people just saw the pretty stones and liked it right okay but didn't actually read the didn't caption read that came along with yeah it. but then i know that people read captions because i get really positive like it's not even positive just interesting yeah. interactions and it's that's what i enjoy so it's the idea of okay i'm either gonna not look so I can just turn them off and people mm-hmm. can like it or not like it, but the mm-hmm. comments will still be there. So it doesn't really make a difference, but I think it's good for, I think <laughs> coming from someone that sometimes gets uh, triple figure mm-hmm. likes, uh, <laughs> but no, the idea of like, I guess that is triggering to someone with a similar account if they don't. Yeah. So if I turn off the, if I turn off the visible likes, is that me playing a part? It sounds so fucking arrogant and it's not. Um, I have a tiny Instagram account. I get that. But I also know that there are, there's always scales. So if someone else was like me, mm-hmm. was posting, like there are people that post way better pictures, way more in-depth captions, put far more effort in that I know get less interaction. Yeah. So is it helpful if I was to... I don't have my, if I was interacting with someone who's massive and I'm, it, it can be really defeating to see someone who puts just an absolute bullshit post up that says, and it gets like, not even a mega famous person, but someone that's like posting, they get like five, 600 likes. And you're like, this is, ho- this is not a good thing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck am I bothering for? Yeah. Especially when you're trying to make meaningful connections with people yeah and that but and that's like it's not the validation of it it's like oh am no. i mad is yeah. this like you know so if you 
so if we all turned off the visible likes would it be easier for everyone else to feel empowered to share stuff yeah i think because so. you're not like oh well that person yeah gets a hundred and i think people wouldn't i think people would worry less about posting honest yeah like just, captions if they would because it's like a skate it's like a ranking well, exactly. like, oh, like you if you post something that's like quite honest and you're really and it's taken up a, it's a lot of courage for you to post it because you think it might help someone and it gets 10 likes and you've got I don't know, like a thousand followers, you're like, oh, well, that's really shit. And obviously no one cared. But the reality is, is that. Yeah, but like, like but, for you, it's not that you, because you can still see it. I mean, for other people. So yeah. that it, it takes away the sort of last one picked for football kind of vibe. Yeah. Your content's just out there. Yeah, but I just think it would be helpful and it could across be, the board. It could be a million it. likes or it could be one. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's, yeah. Do you, if you like the post, you're going to click it. You're not going to like it because X amount of people have liked it. Yeah. And it doesn't, you don't devalue. If you read the post, so if I, if I read a post and it really resonates with me and I like it and I comment, it has, it's really genuine. It's not just... Because yeah. it's a well-liked post. Yeah. It won't change the algorithm or anything. No, but I think it would be a... I think it is a... a I think it would be a big step in the right direction for making Instagram what it should be and not what it currently is. I, I just don't understand why something like Instagram didn't do the... Twitter used to be able... I don't know if you still can. used to be able to do lists. So you could... Yeah, you can. Accounts yeah. into lists. So you could have, you know, parenting and then it, yeah. I'd just be able to see a feed. Mm-hmm based on accounts that i've labeled as that yeah i would love that mm-hmm. yeah i don't know why instagram i haven't done that and why there's not a third i would i don't know it's because apple run a tight ship but if you if there was a third party app that let you browse instagram via i wonder if that. there is something maybe there is but something. instagram like well hashtags oh look who's messing about with a mic this week i'm not messing around i'm making sorry everyone for that yeah, apologise to your fans. Yeah, Mick. sorry, sorry to them who just burst their eardrums. That was very well done of you to refer to them as them, not assume anything. Yeah, woke to our points. Thank you. Excellent. <laughs> there we go. Put them in my backpack. Um, yeah, I think that is a. I am an advocate for the hide the lacks. So yeah, just to be clear, it's not a. As much as it sounds like it, like it's not me being like, oh, well, I just, you know, don't want to know if I get a shit response. It's not about that. It's about would the platform be better if you couldn't see likes? Yeah, I think it would be. I think people, yeah, I think it would be. Okay, there we go. I'll do it. What, are you going to turn off likes? I thought yeah. You were, yeah. I just think it would, I just, I don't even think you should get it's the option. It's not turning off likes, like, it just hides them No, from I know, but I think post. it, I think it, sh- that should, I think it, that shouldn't be a question that they ask. I think you should just hide them from your post and if you want to deep dive into it you can but the blanket is that you can't see them Hmm. yeah and then you don't like it just removes a bit of comparison completely yeah i think because yeah i I think that's exactly what it is i think we should just remove them Mm -hmm. okay well that was yeah something i was talking about yeah thinking about uh what else have i got my notes okay so this is interesting. Don't be smug, no. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, being present. Yeah. So many different schools of thought will, will tell you that being in the now, being present is like a, a heightened way of living that mm-hmm. will bring you the most fulfillment and joy and that your attention is a currency. You know, and if you... Mm-hmm. 
if you really pay attention to whatever you are, whatever you're doing and be mindful, you can gain much more from those moments and yeah. draw it back out. So um, one of the keys, I think, to achieving that is clearing enough headspace mm-hmm. um, by doing tasks that you should be doing <laughs> so if you want to do that you should probably write them down and plan out your time and you yeah know, make a list yeah. make a list i'm gonna make a button of that your impression of me is go, worse than my impression of you no my no, like if i is. did mine people would be like oh is that a mean impression of mickey yours was just random sounds that came out of your face yeah fair okay carry your on. impression of me <laughs> sounds like my impression of you <laughs> yep sorry okay carry on oh god um so it allows you to enjoy the stuff now if you yeah. tick off of this stuff. And I think some people aren't, I'm burdened with this weird brain that's always rambling down odd alley. Like I, to make it quiet is quite hard. Don't be fooled. I'm not saying I'm having epiphanies left. Well, I am always having epiphanies. They're just not valuable. I'm so happy that epiphany is stuck. <laughs> um, but the notion of rather than you know, it's it's like carrying around your burden. So when I when I went to the do notures, um, Dave Allen, the yes guy, was like, "Just why would you want to have a thought more than if if you've got to buy cat food? Why would you want to think about that more than once?" Yeah. As opposed to being like, "All oh, right, I've got to do that," and it, it's the same thing, isn't it? It's like eat the frog, do the things you have to do, so then they're done and out the way. Mm-hmm. Or even if they're not, if you've just allocated a time to look at that, or you're like, "I only deal with this." Yeah, it's very hard for me personally to do because some of the things that occupy a lot of my mind aren't just i just need to make a phone call i just need to do this it's like you need to make a fundamental (laughs) shift or you need to complete six weeks of but if it's allocated you don't have to you know i think it's just the act of like probably journaling where you write it down will scratch edge and clear out Mm -hmm. like defrag in your head um and that will allow you to be present because the worst bit is doing stuff that you love with people that you love and having that like scratching inside your head where it's like, oh yeah, but you should be worrying about this. Yeah. And it's not anxiety. It's not irrational. It's it's real shit that I need to do or someone needs to do. So, and then on top of that, I think the problem for me, this is my therapy session, but there's a reason, the reason I'm talking about this is because I don't, I think the point is if I'm telling people that your experience is important, you should, we should just share our experiences more. Yeah. Um, so I have a very noisy brain. Yeah. Which might seem strange to people that I'm painfully laid back about stuff, mm-hmm. but I think it's because there's all, <laughs> there's always a lot going like mm-hmm. from the moment I wake up till the moment I don't like it late, and it's always been the same my entire life from my earliest memories. Like my brain is always thinking about weird stuff, like, or things that could happen, like, or should happen. And they are, it's pointless. I guess my brain like figures out stuff as it goes along. And there's a, there's a reason for it, but I never give. And that's why that's probably the biggest struggle of the last year or so is not having, any sort of deep focused time to allow those thoughts to ruminate or other than the podcast really. Yeah. Um, so they just bounce around and it, it feels like having loads and loads of rubber balls bouncing around, but then every time they hit each other, mm-hmm. they double mm. 
or like the cups in Harry Potter when it's like that's what my brain feels like a lot of the time but I'm so obstinate that I won't write a list which would <laughs> I won't open the door sometimes um it and again you know to be self-deprecating I'm not saying they're valuable but it's just the reality of my mind it's just constantly going 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 um to the point where it's like oh I don't want to be thinking about something I want to make because that will help lead to this, which will make everyone's lives better and take the burden off this at home and do it, you know, whilst I'm <laughs> trying to not let Bo fall off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty good. Like there's, I think that's why I'm drawn to do stuff that requires very intense concentration. Yeah. Because it, the hill we climbed up the other day that I had, for the first time in a long time, I double thought about posting something on Instagram. What do you mean you double thought? Well, I, I put the picture up and I went to uh, write and I was like, yeah, I don't think I should post this because people are going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like it was just us climbing and I was like, this looks way more out of control than it necessarily is. Right, okay, I get what you mean. It, was, it was a big rock. <laughs> right and a very small person <laughs> um and i was like yeah that they it wouldn't be worth the a i don't want people to perceive it as like shock value because mm-hmm. it wasn't we were just having a great time and i managed to capture yeah part of it. but i was like this is gonna be triggering for people mm-hmm. and and it's just gonna achieve like well, it's, for, it's like less you're gonna get the wrong reaction for the wrong reason yeah or people would be yeah. like oh you think you're clever but it's like it's not that mm-hmm. it's you know but I've got that bit, you know, it's great. Mm-hmm. I'll just show Bo and he's always being like, see? Yeah, yeah, exactly. When I'm living in the van on the drive, being like, hey, Slayer, Slayer. <laughs> oh my God, yeah, <laughs> Google exactly. Play um, anyway, I know I'm rambling, but the idea of taking control of that stuff, so like putting time aside. So again, self-care, like self in- being self-indulgent to be like, I need to do something about this at the start of the day. Yeah. Or the end of the day so that I can unburden my brain Mm -hmm. of it and i don't think that's taught at all that's never been nobody has ever suggested this to me on a personal level like i went to a talk Mm -hmm. and here and i've listened to other people talk about stuff and be like oh that's quite a good idea but it's it's not not like the world should revolve around me but like never in my school reports was there oh it would be useful for owen to do x y or z it's just yeah, and, and like you had to find that information out by paying to access yeah. something, which isn't like a lot of people can't access the information. But it was like information that you always needed to hear. Yeah, and but you I, had I feel to like go I've and find I'm it yourself. Thirty nine. You are thirty nine. Thirty nine, yeah. and I'm only just figuring it out. Yeah, exactly. But I think it is something. But it's it's so like in work we've been talking a lot about mindfulness in primary schools. So I disagree with teaching mindfulness in primary schools because primary school kids are already incredibly mindful. Like if yeah, you just give, not on the things that fucking teachers want them to be mindful. But exactly. So if you give a primary school child... <laughs> Big love to all the teachers out there. <laughs> exactly. But if, if, if you give a child a task or if they find a task that they want to do, they will mindfully do it. Like watching a child do something, like even like watching stuff... There's no distraction. They are like they all are in. in, and when they're coloring and things like that. But that's not how schools want you to learn. 
they want you to stare at something on a, on a board and not it's weird because you're well, like just teaching kids that, to be mindful they, no they're not picking what they're learning well no exactly yeah but like it's they're already mindful but you want them to be mindful in the way that you want them to be mindful mm-hmm. so you're going to teach them mindfulness in a way that completely as opposed to just allowing them mindfulness. to be mindful. Well, you, you can't teach mindfulness. You allow people to be mindful. Exactly. So then you get to year seven and then you're already, your brain starts changing and you start thinking about things differently and things like that. So then you're not given that space to be mindful and then all of these things come undone and then we wonder why people, like kids are getting to year nine and having horrific anxiety problems and things like that. Whereas if it was just allowed to be like in schools you have that space and we're taught that being mindful and doing things like that is exactly what you should be doing to look after yourself and encouraging people to nurture other people's mindfulness have you seen those cool videos of the choir the kids that sit and sing and they they sing like pop songs in america and they go for it i'll find it and i'll put it in the show notes i probably won't like it though because it's singing i don't know you'll love it it's just like 10 year old kids all sitting in a hall and they'll be singing, I don't know, some pop song, but they are going for it. Oh, Every wow. single kid in that room is like throwing shapes, ah, giving it some, amazing. and it's not like perfect. Yeah. But it's But they're perfect. being happy bowlers. Yeah. Ah, nice. And it, But it's so unusual to mm-hmm. see children be so unbridled and no judgment because mm-hmm. they're all doing it. They're all yeah. in. Um. And I think that's, you know, a lot of mindfulness would be far easier if the, if it was encouraged that other children, that you allow people to be present and do stuff. Yeah, exactly. But now we're in a system where... But they want a quantifiable mindfulness. Yeah, it's so bizarre. It's like, well, how do we, how do we evaluate mindfulness? And it's like, well, how do you evaluate mindfulness? Because it's so subjective to everyone else. Like, what would make me present wouldn't work for you and vice versa and stuff that I want to be mindful of isn't for everyone but that's because the metrics of school are not based on children's well-being oh yeah exactly I mean this is a different (laughs) podcast for sure Um, but I think then what happens is that we're now in a society where you're hitting like 30 and you're like oh now I have to start practicing mindfulness or I need to use an app to help me meditate and stuff like that where it's like well actually just watch a primary school kid do anything Hmm. and that is exactly or like just start by not being on your phone just pay attention to what you do yeah you'll find these little releases yeah like there's time in the morning when the kettle boils but and there's things people do and like a new form of mindfulness is mindlessness like doom scrolling Mm -hmm. that's your that's people trying to you know, if you're down a six hour TikTok rabbit hole, that's mm-hmm. probably you being, you're very focused, your yeah. attention, you know, it's just in a really... Not in a particularly <laughs> helpful space. Yeah. Um, but then and the next point I had listed was like, always being in the moment can be destructive. Yeah. So you shouldn't seek out being present for present's sake, because if you, uh, if you don't plot a course... Yeah. Like you can just exist in the moment, but that framework, so it's discipline equals freedom and these ideas of, well, there's one other thing I want to talk about, but we'll get to that. Don't worry, listener, that gets really frustrated okay. when I do this. We'll get there. Put a pin in it for 10 episodes. So the notion of, okay, you 
uh, if you're only present to right now, yes, technically you could just be happy with whatever's going on mm-hmm. because it's just meant to, you're just present. You're in the. However, if you have anybody else in your life, you cannot live that way. No. And if you have long, t- like, to earn the ability to be present, you need to curate and plot out the stuff that has to happen yeah, in your it's life a bizarre, so that you yeah. can indulge the be present bit. Mm-hmm. So the more you sort your shit out with the boring life admin stuff or whatever it is you need to do, the more you can indulge that being present. Like, What is that, like the idea of like, if you're not constantly clock watching yeah. and things like that, like, Things like taking the dog for a walk doesn't become an odd, like a really difficult task because you're like, well, I've got 30 minutes to get this in. Yeah. So then... And it felt, well, arranging rocks felt like the weirdest, most in self-indulgent thing mm. ever. Yeah. But it wasn't. No. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it definitely, well, now you've got all these incredible notes for a <laughs> podcast. But that, you know, if I hadn't done that, it would, you know, it had just been like, oh, I got to get other stuff done you know that idea of being able to just be somewhere exist and not be thinking about anything else yeah but you can't just switch if you just switch off the thoughts i don't think that's a good skill i think you need no, to like take action cancelling so thoughts yeah, are different to like just putting them on head. pause yeah that is completely not and again you if you if you want to be present now then you need to know the things that are going to lead you towards more opportunities to do that mm-hmm. yeah that's our audio book oh my god you're welcome episode 31 the audiobook it's not um and yeah like a big part of that is being able to say no i think that's an episode Mm -hmm. in itself saying no we're shit at it and it's honestly it's something that i've learned about myself in lockdown is that i am much much happier doing things that i can't say no to in normal life yeah well i mean but now i'm like 31 episodes into this Oh my god! Wow. Every week I'm going to get one of these classics <laughs> in. <laughs> but yeah, it is. I think one of my biggest weaknesses and thing that annoys me more than anything is like. Okay, here's a question to post you mm-hmm. and to all the listeners: If you, for whatever circumstances, had to relocate tomorrow mm-hmm. and you had to start all over again, would you say no more? Would it be easier? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 100%. It's just the social constructs that we've created. Yeah, for and sure. And expectations. Yeah, Com- completely. You'd be a total bitch if you moved. <laughs> yeah, but fuck off. I mean, not me. Yeah. I wouldn't be a Hufflepuff. I'd be a Slytherin for sure. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck you, fuck you. I don't need friends. You'd be like, I've worked on these guns for <laughs> 10 years. I'm going to start bashing some heads. Yeah, I'm going to put them to you somehow. Yeah, I, it's a... Yeah, but isn't that sad that I'm like, oh, I'd, ha- I'd have to leave and start a new life before I could find saying no comfortable. But it's just who I am as a person. <laughs> it is really difficult. I hate doing it. But then the, when I have said no, I sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm really proud of myself. And then I can, it's weird. But then like, so I had a conversation a, a few months ago with someone that I was like, look, I think we should just have a situation where if one of us feels slightly sad, like doesn't want to do the thing, we should just be like, there's no, we shouldn't give a rationale for why we want to do it. We should be like, no, I don't want to do it. And then move on. And they were like, yeah, okay, I agree. So it's now just a mutual thing where 
but then it's, it's sad because then I'm like well that person is someone that I don't want to say no to quite often but I've had to be like <laughs> I just love the fact you're like yeah I mean I haven't seen them since that conversation well, I since that, yeah <laughs> no I see them regularly I see them really regularly but it's it's weird that the do they knock uh do you want to play no no. uh but it's someone that i feel probably one of the most like comfortable around that i've been like oh, okay i can this is how i say no without feeling guilty and vice versa but then there are other people that i probably would want to say no to more that i'm more uncomfortable having that conversation with which ties in absolutely perfectly with the themes of communication and yeah yeah you've looped around i know i've done a full circle here but yeah i think well, I don't know, I just think saying no is uncomfortable for a lot of people. I can't remember what I put a pin in. I, well, there we are, that's <laughs> great, isn't it? Oh, God. Well, let's just keep talking no, about No, I this. know, I know what it oh, is. Oh, thank God, okay. And then we can do music and okay. let the listeners go. Your fans can stick the around f- if they want. Thank you. Ah, oh, we had a new review. But before we get to that, oh, stick to the point, Owen, stick to the point. Um, I want to talk about I hate it when you do this. At another time, because it's a big no, one. No, it's not big. Um, the idea of motivation and mm. discipline. Okay. I've got strong feelings on it. About motivation. Shall we, like, let's just say, before, like, let's just end here and be like, that is what we're going to talk about next week. Okay, unless other interesting stuff comes No, up. I just think that that is the main topic for next cool. week. Cool, what have you been listening to? What have been listening to? Um, I've been listening to, um, like, a singer-songwriter called Nick Mulvey quite a lot i've heard of that mm-hmm. um he sings a song called mountains to move that i really like it talks about like it's it, it the, the whole song is basically about like stop comparing and like just live your life and the idea about being present like ti yeah, yeah. no not that but yeah so that um and then there was also another singer songwriter that me and my sister really like and they've just released a new album is it the guy with dreadlocks who's white no, you're talking about Newton Faulkner, 100%. Um, <laughs> no, it's exactly not Newton right Faulkner. It's uh, St. Raymond. St. Raymond. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's just released a new album, so I listened to that. Okay. It was quite good. I, there is a purpose it. to me looking at my phone. I'm not okay, being... oh, I thought you were just being rude, but well, that's fine. Yeah, it's like, so, oh, yeah. Mickey's talking about music. But it's been really nice and warm, and like the weather's... So I, when it's like that, then I mainly want to listen to nice, calm music that makes me want to be in the van somewhere. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm the fucking opposite. <laughs> um, so, but we I, had this discussion, like what makes me feel like in yeah, we've had this discussion outside of this podcast. But music is so subjective that what makes me feel calm in the sunshine <laughs> doesn't make you feel calm in the sunshine, and vice versa. So yeah, you're allowed to say fuck off with your white people playing guitar. <laughs> didn't say any such thing no i know but that's what you were thinking in your head for sure i did a thing oh wow i was gonna do more and post it but i was tired i've had a a lot on i made a playlist of the songs from last week you did i saw you actually you did post it did i yeah oh yeah there we go i did a thing yeah well done so yeah and i enjoyed dinosaur pile up even though i thought you called them dinosaur pylon no i the you're dinosaur- like dinosaur pylon. It's- no, it's dinosaur pileup. Yeah, but you you don't speak proper, so I was like uh, searching for dinosaur pylon. Sorry, like, we well, could have just texted. It's got to be these yeah, cool these cool dudes. Do you like them? Yeah, I yeah. did. Interesting story as well. I, I read the about bio quite a lot. Of yeah, 
Um, so yeah, so I made a play. So I think we'll do that. Right. Okay. Excellent. So I've I'll also worked out how on, Inst- how on Spotify you can go back through. So I grew up on last FM being a big thing in okay. my, <laughs> I didn't grow up on it. I was like mid twenties, maybe 30. I was like, I've heard of this thing. So I don't yeah. think that you've and you used to, used to tell you like most played artists and what songs. And I was like, Spotify must have this capacity. Yeah. It's a little history icon. And just tells you exactly what you've listened to. So I just went through that. What do you mean? Maybe you have to be on the... Cl- oh, no, look, see? So go back to your homepage at the top. See the little clock with the rewind symbol? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Press that. Uh. Recently played. Bada bing, bada bong. Everything. Wow. Every song. You are welcome. I should do a five-minute craft life hack video about that. Amazing. Well, okay. Yeah. So uh, obviously I have to filter out... It's. I would say in the last week... It's, majority podcasts mm-hmm. do you um, listen to podcast i know this is this is like boring content. via spotify yeah it's spotify or uh apple podcast i used to be apple podcast but then i crushed my phone uh with the downloads oh, so okay. it, my, it kept auto downloading yeah. and then i moved to spotify recently and i don't know why Okay, well, I... I enjoy I the... App. I think it's the idea of, like, Apple Podcasts would download them. So, this is why I didn't like it. So, I went Mickey's to move to Spotify. In. I went to move to Spotify because one of my favourite podcasts moved exclusively to Spotify. Joe Not Joe Rogan. 100%. It's last podcast on the left. Um, so, I was like, oh, I just moved to Spotify, but they don't play it in chronological order, and that really bothers me. So, if you are listening... So their order is like stacked. Oh, I can't remember. Last to first. So first basically when you listen on Spotify, if you're going to go to the next episode, which a lot of the podcasts that I listen to are like storytelling, so you want to listen to the next one, it won't go to the next one. It goes to the one that was before that. So once you like, say you were in like a series two of three, it just it goes back to one, which is just stupid. So Apple podcast doesn't do that. So that's why I've stayed on Apple podcast. Hmm. And... I like Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I think I like it's... them more now they've updated the app and you can do all this cool stuff that we're mm-hmm. going to do. <laughs> That's uh, exciting. So yeah, I've got to filter out all of the, the coaching um... on Zoom playlists I've done. <laughs> which no one wants to hear. But it did bring up some good ones. Uh, but yeah, so Earworm for this week has been an old song. So you've listened to is what I heard. Be clear as say who they are, and then you'll have to send them to me to make this playlist. Oh, yeah, okay. Or we can make a collaborative playlist. Just do a collaborative one, I'll add it in. You add your one. So I've been listening to Lost in the Supermarket by The Clash. Okay. I want to say it's like not a very well known Clash song. No. I mean, it's not not well known, but it's not, you know, most people. It's not the most well known. Yeah. So that was really like, I've been loving that. And then uh, (laughs) it's a bit of a collab, obviously been listening to touche more only just discovered they did a nirvana cover shut up yeah so then that took me on i listened to the whole of nevermind nice because i was like i don't want to be too hipster today and listen to in utero and it was like the most remit there's a word for it isn't it when you listen to music and you live the experience of listening to it oh so it's not like not nostalgia it's a completely different word yeah oh okay i didn't know that um but that was really thoroughly enjoyed that oh nice feel like it's absolutely stood the test of time. And I also think it gets a bad deal because in Euro is so good doesn't mean Nevermind is bad. Not that anyone says Nevermind's bad, but it's like, it's actually amazing. I've never heard anyone amazing. say that Nevermind is bad. Actually one person, we both know that person, but um, 
Yeah, I've never heard anyone say that. Never mind, it's bad. Yeah, um, I've got another song that I listened to, and it was one that I listened to almost as much as No Geography last year. So if anyone wants to, there's a Isn't really the Dead Mouse song. No, there's amazing reaction videos to this. So it's uh, Devon Townsend, and it's called Kingdom. Or listen to the one by the Devon Townsend Project. It's is not for everyone, but the if you look at it on YouTube, on the YouTube. It's just very unexpected, the sound that comes out of the singer's voice, especially when you see him. Oh, okay. So loads of, like, vocal coaches react to the song. Oh, it's, interesting. But the song is incredible. Oh, my God, I found a TikTok account I was supposed to send you, and then I totally forgot. It's two death metal vocalists will say things over the top of death metal music. So the, the one I found the other day was them saying dad jokes. In death metal voices? Yeah, over the top of death metal music i will find it and i'll send it to you have you seen the picture of the deer and it's like please be careful how you discard your old death metal logos and it's a deer with like a a white bush stuck in his antlers that looks exactly like a death metal logo oh my god no i haven't (laughs) seen that um so i listened to that i listened to a lot of a, a playlist i made based on the fest so load of bands from gainesville Mm-hmm. basically and then i listened a lot to saying like i didn't listen to a lot of music still probably a lot for some people the playlist i made for you the other day yeah and that led me on to a band that i think you'll really like two bands same people cheeky mm-hmm. and then they became big eyes later oh the same people became something yeah different. so they it oh, was okay. the band was cheeky yeah and then they were they, well, oh, they it's a different band, but the singer is now. Oh, okay. no, Cheeky's on there, and, and big okay. guys. I'll, but I'll put them on there. Nice. Have I listened to anything else? But yeah, that's my contribution to. Excellent music this week. Yeah, the world of music. Excellent. Excellent. That's make you be like fucking wind this up. Or... No, not at all. I was just Whatever. rounding off the music. Don't you dare. We've gone through a whole episode without you touching that cap. I don't know if we've said it before, but Owen keeps moving my really nice... I've got caps that I'm really emotionally attached to, and Owen keeps moving them to the edge of the table. Right, just play the, the theme tune. <laughs> play the theme tune. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. Uh, we had an awesome review. Did we? Yeah. Shall I live react to it, or shall I... Yeah, go for it. Okay, this is fun. Imagine if it was like... <gasps> I listened <gasps> this week... Bet this um, is totally underwhelming. I listened to John Tucker's podcast. Massive shout out to it. It is called um, This Foul Earth. That's right. And it is absolutely fantastic. Do you see what the I mean? episode... Yeah, so... If you right, if you're gonna listen to any of the episodes, you need to listen to the one where it is a guy who has had a near death experience. It's absolutely fantastic. I think it's another level if you know John. Yeah, I feel like think if really you don't know John, it's brilliant. It. I think it just is so funny because there's just bits where you're like, Oh, it's John. Yeah, it was it was brilliant. I think um I think it's a really good concept. I'm really furious that... I mean, I, I wouldn't do anything like that, but, you know. Why? Well, it just involves... Oh, I can't... There's some issues with my... Okay, I, well, I some takeaways for you all is, is I think you should share... Find a space where you can be vulnerable because someone needs to hear it. Yeah, I think that that is, yeah. And someone, communicate. Someone is... And you might have reached a spot in your life 
in the past where you were struggling and came out of it the other side and you are not aware that for someone else that's as that's rock bomb yeah for you it wasn't as difficult or you built differently but to show that your way through it or just to share that you've been there or you experienced it yeah i agree i think that because it's not there's some people that will talk about stuff and it doesn't resonate no and then someone else will say the same thing so your voice has value oh it completely has value but yeah it was gaz that gave us a review and it's flipping brilliant yes i cannot wait amazing i mean he does fire shots at louis theroux <laughs> Oh my god, why are we firing shots at Louis through? I don't want to fire shots at him, but... Yeah, well, he can be a, co- a we're collaborator. Not taking, we're not taking on the big people. Does he... I don't know. Is his podcast big? I watched yeah. the one where he revisits the Tiger King. Yeah, we watched that one. It was quite meta, I thought. Do you know what I mean by that? No. Oh, I'm so uh, Like a meme examining a meme of It itself. was, yeah, it was quite It was bizarre, very much so... about his relationship with making it. But I felt like it provided... So we all watched Tiger King because we all thought it was quite a weird, funny story. But had you watched Tiger King? When I watched Tiger King, I was like, oh, this is the guy I flew me through. So I, no, so that's, so we watched, like, not knowing that, but I feel like we all watched it and attached because it was like a weird, lighthearted version of entertainment at the start of a really shit part of 2020. Mm. And then the Louis, the new Louis through when he revisits it, is like the dark version of what you saw on Netflix. And then it puts a whole new complete like spin on Tiger King. And then it made me feel really uncomfortable because I was like remembering that everyone was like dressing up and everyone was making TikToks out of it. And there was a song and all this sort of stuff. And then I'm like, but at the core of this is a guy with quite severe mental health problems who has like he's grooming young men to go and live and marry him who is making very serious death threats against another woman who and like he's not joking when he says them and everyone was like oh this is a, this is quite funny this bloke just really doesn't like this other woman and then it's like well and then in tiger king you feel like carol baskin is the villain and that she's murdered her husband like that's the narrative that's presented in tiger king and actually joe exotic has just got a bit of a vendetta but then the louis the new louis through you're like oh it doesn't feel it's like a that shame that they you can't someone will probably do it it would be amazing to re-edit it and change the music and everything so that it because you you know the have you seen the cut of home alone someone remade the trailer for home alone as a horror movie I don't like that. But oh, it's yeah. so it's I'm sure so it's good. like the you same. You change the music and the mm. cat, and it gives it a totally different feel. Also, they're remaking Home Alone. Why? Yeah, but there's a massive online campaign to recast Macaulay Culkin as, as Macaulay Kevin, Kevin, and no one in the film acknowledges that he's a grown man. I think this is a great idea. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sold on that. But yeah, I just think that it's, I don't know. Obviously, Tiger King was definitely made for entertainment purposes. And then the new Louis through is just... Because like we, me and Kerry watched it and Kerry was like, well, I just think this is boring. He was like, I don't think nothing new came out. And I was like, are you sure? Because I feel very differently about Tiger King now. I also just enjoy watching Louis through do stuff. Louis through could do could interview the most boring human and I think it would be fantastic. I'll see if he wants to take my seat. Good theme tune you 
you are one episode away from me not doing this anymore. <laughs>